Welcome to Don't Worry You're Enough Podcast. I'm Diane Roberts. And I'm Michaela Bennett. Hi, friends. So thanks for coming back. It's episode two. Two. I like we did the same voice inflection. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, friends. We just get so excited about talking to each other that these topics kind of just flow. So we're going to jump right into it because we have a lot to talk about on this episode. And so Michaela, what are we talking about? Um, A a little bit from last week, we had kind of picked a day or multiple days. We kind of like just talked about all kinds of topics surrounding identity, which we had mentioned first episode of who are we? And uh, something that was on my heart and in my head for a while was COVID conversations. We've Mm -hmm. all been through it, but how much have we actually talked about it? And so we had just sprouted questions back and forth to each other. And so we have a few of them today that we're just going to kind of go through and share our stories. And again, some themes are very similar and others are wildly different. And that just goes to show how much COVID affected two individuals and and two friends. So let's Mm -hmm. get started. Okay. One of the things that I had on my list was what changed for you during the pandemic? A lot. (laughs) So, and I'm sure a lot of people can say that, but I was one of the many people in the world that was laid off from their job. It was sort of a surprise. It was a huge sort of life change for me because I was laid off from a job that I was at for five and a half years. I was an executive assistant at a manufacturing company and my boss was so devastated to lay me off. Um, it was right at March 17th. So it was literally right at the beginning of everything in Ohio closing down. So that was a huge life change. That was very traumatizing and sort of a, a catalyst to you and I talking every day because we obviously worked at the same company at the time. So just kind of having to process through my emotions for that because I had never been, people have been laid off their jobs for hundreds of years. I personally had never been laid off. So to me personally, it was pretty traumatizing because I was pretty ingrained at that company and had a lot of friends and a lot of people that I cared about there. So that was a huge change for 2020 for me. Another huge change was in the same hand that I lost a job, I got a job within three weeks of being laid off, which is super quick turnaround bananas. It is bananas. Uh, I can't. Yes. Very fortunate. It was definitely a God thing. It was definitely divine intervention. I could go into how that transpired, but I, I almost want to save it for another episode because it's just, it's so professional, like a professional yeah, we like almost a have work to. topic or something. Yes, because it's Could such a beautiful it. story and it it's a it's a pretty hopeful story too. So yeah. and there's just too many pieces into it. So we're gonna save that, but hopefully you'll check in later because that was it's a it's a fun story. So know we'll that let I you didn't, know when it's coming. Yeah. So the big change was I lost a job, I got a new job. The new job is you know, it's a lot of work and it's all virtual. So it was the first time for me kind of working from home. And then the other thing that changed for me is I did get COVID in, in the beginning of November. So that was pretty traumatizing. Luckily, I didn't have any lasting effects that I'm aware of, but it was also a huge 
you know, it's a huge thing to go through something that is a global pandemic and you are one of them. So I, mine was very mild, but it was also still a a stressful time. What, like what happened with you in 20, what are some of your, you probably had some big changes too, didn't you? Well, funny enough, as I talk about this with you and family and, and friends, I have to say that for the most part, not a whole lot changed. Really? I stayed at the company. We were, because we were manufacturing, we were essential. And so I was one of the very few office people left Mm -hmm. in the office coming in every day for the first six, seven, eight months. Mm -hmm. It was definitely quiet, but I was able to get work done, which was a blessed, not blessed change, but it was just different. So it was good to have a job. Yeah. It was good to to keep that job through the entire thing. It was, I was so fortunate. And I guess the only thing that changed for my weekends was that my church went online for the first time in my life, first time in anyone's life. So adjusting to that, not being able to see friends as much. I started ordering groceries through Instacart, (laughs) just decided to give it a try. Instacart um, is the Lord's work, is doing the Lord's work. They are an work. unofficial sponsor because <laughs> they're the best. And yeah, just kind of finding a routine, trying to stay in it, just being. I also had moved in May to a new house, but it was down the street. So I've lived on the same street ever since I've been here, but I've just now lived in two different houses. So work-wise, nothing really changed socially church went online and I also moved. So other that of the mundane, just trying to keep ourselves from staying healthy. So, so so for you and and probably for many people is, is that 2020 was just stressful, but sort of all of your baseline needs were met. You just kind of were, were floating, you know, through just like everyone else. So no major life changes. So that's great. Not when you're not when you're going through it, but it's it's good. No, <laughs> you know, it's... I, I honest to God feel so guilty when I tell people that they're like, oh, what changed? You're like, what happened? I'm like, not a whole lot. When I know we have so many news stories and everything on social media that suggests that we shouldn't, I don't know, be so fortunate. So I'm on the opposite side of whatever that spectrum is and happy and grateful, very grateful, but still that little bit of guilt that I don't, I haven't experienced what other people have. That empathy is like, oof. It is right there with it, but kind of moving right along here to, so what's something you lost during the pandemic and what's something you gained? So I would say that during all of 2020, I lost the connection with people and friends, which obviously everyone did and virtual can only do so much. So I found that the one thing I gained was sort of the ability to reach out to people that I hadn't spoken to in a long time. And I found yeah. myself trying to gather people towards me and I am more of an extrovert. So I want to connect with people and I want to chat with people. So I was reaching out to people that I had gone to school with, you know, 20 years ago, or, you know, someone that I met through theater or whatever, just trying to connect and keep people connected. And I found that was more from an empathetic side, like trying, seeing that a lot of people were suffering in silence and I wanted them to be able to, you know, pull them in and make them feel welcome and kind of like, we'll get in, we'll get through this all together kind of attitude. I think that was a big one. That's so good. I think for me, I had, I'd answered, I lost myself and not in the deep, dark, depressing way, but I remember a lot of those weeks and months as a blur. Everything was very routine. Everything was very mundane. The social life just completely 
went away. But in that, I had gained a certain certain sense of independent freedom. And I lean more towards the introvert side of things. So whether extroverts didn't thrive or introverts thrive, that's not the, the point. But I was able to honestly not like freak out as much, I guess, just to understand that, okay, what I can control is, you know, going to work, what I can control is coming home, you know, feeding myself, make sure I'm getting plenty of rest and water. And again, try to talk to the friends virtually as that was our only avenue. And Mm -hmm. as hard as it was, we definitely needed to connect. And so I connected with you on Marco Polo and um, several other friends and group messages. And that was very helpful, something to look forward to, uh, because we needed something to, to pull us through. And then something that I had thought would be very interesting to know is what did you do during COVID that you've never done before? The one thing I do know that I did is hiking. So I think a lot of people did this because they wanted to get out of their house. But one of the goals I had was, so I always walk, you know, in the past, I'd always walk miles, you know, and did all of those things. But I had a specific goal in mind and I wanted to complete all of the parks in my area, in my county. So I did all of the parks in Lake County and I'm now doing all the parks in Geauga County. And honestly, people, if you have not explored the metro parks within the city that you live, I bet you're missing out on some beautiful landscapes in your area. It's insane that all of these parks are in this state and they are relatively close together from east side to west side, north and south. We are just surrounded by parks. I'm so proud of you for doing that. That was just, it's amazing. Yeah, that's the only, that's the one thing. And then the only other thing that I've never done before is I took on this new job and essentially I am event planner for, for meetings and things. So completely learned a new platform like Zoom or WebEx or any of these other meeting platforms. And within a month of starting was putting on a conference so quickly, all virtually a global conference. So that really pushed the boundaries of my comfortability, if that's a word, and just the the, the abilities of my comfort and just saying, okay, I can do this. I can learn this and, and getting an understanding all of that technical aspect that we all had to learn, you know, if we're in a virtual job currently. I didn't feel like I learned anything new creatively, but I think you did, right? I did. So I did two things that I've never done before. One was bake a gluten-free Dutch apple pie from scratch. Ooh. So fun. It kind of just took up a Saturday afternoon because what else was I doing? Turned out very well. I felt like I was on the Great British Baking Show, which is one of my favorites. You have to make it proof. I know. You have to. Something I didn't do. Butter in that flour, and it was great. So I was able to cut the pie when it was finished and cooled, and kind of deliver it to a few friends. So we were all able to eat pie together. Second thing I did, obviously, when we did so much reading, was I read the entire New Testament. Oh, okay. Why not? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's it was there, and all of it was very good, and kind of went right on through. And having grown up in church, there was some stuff that I had never read before. I'll be completely honest, but I was like, today, today is the day. This year is the year, and so that's what I did. Mm -hmm. So I think to your point of what you had mentioned a little bit earlier was how did 2020 set you up for 2021 with what we have lost, what we've gained, perspective. How did it set you up? It really set me up positively, which is really strange to say. So I think at the beginning of this year, I was 
super motivated for change in myself on a lot of different fronts, whether it was spiritually, emotionally, mentally, (laughs) physically, you name it, I was ready to change. I think it's because of how 2020 was. I think the biggest thing for me was that I got significantly closer to God and I had prayed for him to take away my worry and my anxiety because I, my job is very stressful. I had just started a new, you know, like I said, started a new job. So it was very stressful, but I was so worried about being perfect or wanting to do the right thing in in anything that I was doing that I was getting so worried and anxious over day-to-day things. So that was a, that was a huge change for me. And then with that, I felt like I had taken more control of my life. My friend, Amanda Heisman, shout out Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) she is an intuitive health coach and she had helped me. We met every week. Honestly, it was less health and more mental health for her and I, and these conversations, because it was, it was more therapy of her working with me and talking through things. So that helped me take control of my life through that spurred this podcast. I gained some great habits through her. One of the, one of the things that I did want to share, what I wanted to bring to the group today (laughs) was something that was super helpful to me and, and was something that I started in 2021 was I love journals. I'm, I'm a journal person. I have always written a journal as a kid and then basically took like a 25 year hiatus and just didn't write anything. And for some reason this year, I felt motivated to write. I felt motivated. I think I remember talking to you at the beginning of the year and uh, mm-hmm. of last year of 2020 and saying, I want to, I'm going to start journaling. I want to do these things. So one yeah. of the things that she had shared with me is, uh, is that sometimes we need prompts, you know, for journaling to kind of get our emotions out. And one of the things that she said is, why don't you just write down what good happened today. Because when she would, we would meet once a week, she'd say, well, what's good? What's, you know, what's happening? And I couldn't tell her anything good that happened during the week. But when you actually break it down in a more minuscule, you know, day to day, there's so much good that happens in the day. And I think that that we miss a lot of that. And that kind of falls back to the taking things for granted. You know, we kind of take some of the, the happiness that we get in each day for granted. So, I mean, there's so many things and I don't want to bore you, but I would say, yeah, I don't think you could. (laughs) So I would just say journaling. And then the other big thing that I would throw out there is I'm reading the Bible every day. Like you said, you're, you read new Testament I'm doing chronologically and it's Mm -hmm. through the Bible app. It's you verse Bible app. And then the one that I'm doing is called the Bible recap and with Tara Lee Cobble. It's a podcast that kind of follows after and it just goes chronologically. Highly, highly suggest it. If you're like me and you don't even know where to start, chronologically is the way to go, at least for me. And in the the Uverse Bible app, you can listen to it and read along. So I love it. So how 2020 set me up. So professionally at the beginning of this year, I ended up getting a promotion and raise and that was very well received. I was just kind of doing more at work and adding more responsibility and things to my plate. So I kind of was looking forward to that and it came at a great time, kind of a very nice way to ring in the new year. That's awesome. That was was very great. And it's nice to be appreciated you know, yes, with that. So, so that's, yeah, you need recognition. Um, I know you, you need recognition. <laughs> you need someone to say you're enough. And this yes. is you literally know. every minute of every day. Of my life. <laughs> um, 
And I, yeah, and I think it's, I don't need a handheld, I don't need like a gold star, but I think I might be doing an okay job if it's not just someone's specific expectations or whatever, and I'm trying to match and do all the things. And I kind of just want to know as I'm going along in a project, hey, you're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to kind of receive that accolade to know that, hey, you have been going in the right direction. I'm like, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a nice. They're like, why are you weeping? They're like, why are you weeping? Because I needed this. <laughs> So spiritually after reading the New Testament last year and um, just kind of getting used to church online and also just being so involved and having COVID kind of take everything away and then kind of getting back into it. I actually had stepped down from my serving roles from church just two months ago. So a full year into this pandemic and the previous year had been a hard one for all of us just trying to figure and navigate that out. And I was putting so much mental and emotional energy into my serving, which was great. But on the other hand, I got completely burnt out. Mm-hmm. And so I had needed to take a season, take a step back and rest. And so that's what I did. So that was very helpful for me. It was a great time to do that. And then on a personal level, it's just another season of transition for me, friend. I feel like I always live in the transitions rather than living after the transition, but kind of worrying about what's coming next and in all aspects. So just kind of freaking out. Some days are better than others, but just kind of like, okay, 2020 happened. 2021 is here. Where do we go? What does life look like this summer? What does life look like this fall into next year? All of the things. So I try to just kind of pour out my woes to my counselor and save my friend's ears from that, which I most definitely appreciate would not be (laughs) the same without them. But I think also counseling too last year and into this year was really helpful just to have someone to talk to. And I think that was a, a saving grace in and of itself. I, you were saying living in the transition and that popped out to me as like a great theme for 2021 is living yeah. in the transition. Oh, that's good. Someone write that down. Someone write that down. We're going to make it a t-shirt. <laughs> living in the transition. Living ooh, in the transition ooh, because ooh. I feel that is the title to everyone's 2021 so far. I mean, we're five months in. I think that is a perfect statement for it. Do you have any, is that, is there any other questions or anything we didn't cover? Okay. Okay. Good. Positivity. Um, Yeah. (laughs) This is pretty depressing. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I mean, this year was depressing, so we kind of can't like skip over that, but just recognize, I know that better is coming because it is. So speaking of better coming, where did you find joy in the madness of 2020? Where did I find joy? So I would say I found joy in the little things. I found joy in making dinners with my husband. I found joy in going through the top 100 movies on the American Film Institute list and checking nice. them off. I didn't know you um, did that. That's awesome. Yeah, just a couple, you know, just 100 movies to go through. Just little things. I think that's yeah. the joy that I found was in routine. I think too, yeah. finding a routine that worked for me working from home and and the joy was just an I'd say just joy in the little things. How about you? Absolutely. I had some girlfriends over to celebrate my birthday, which is last summer. And that was really nice. Taking weekly walks with my friend, Gabby, we would just literally talk about life and everything and try to process what we were going through. We didn't go Shout to as many Gabby. parks as you did. Gabby is literally the best. I can't express it enough. 
Um, I picked up cross stitch again. It was something I did when I was in elementary school, hadn't done it for 15 plus years. And I'm like, I'm going to pick it up again. And so I did yeah. that's pretty much all I did for Christmas was just stitch my friend's gifts. <laughs> and it was awesome. One of the highlights for 2020 was meeting my boyfriend, Mike. I decided Aww. to go online. I didn't start right away in 2020. Thank God. But it was towards the summer. I was like, I'm a single gal. How the heck am I going to meet people? Because you can't meet people anymore. Right. And I was working with the same people every day. And it was obviously none of those individuals. Mm-hmm. So what else was there? And so got online and I think we met pretty quickly and uh, just chatted for, for a while and finally met in person. As they say, the rest is history. I'm so happy for you, by the way. That's amazing. Cause I know that that's Thank something you. that you were so, that your heart needed was someone to share sort of your day, day-to-day life with. Even the yeah. mundane little things, it's always great to share with someone. And I'm so glad that you found Mike. He seems like a wonderful person. We have not met yet, but it's just all the wonderful things that you said. It sounds awesome. So I think that about wraps it up for this episode. And I hope that you found some sort of connection with the trials and tribulations that we went through in 20 and 21. And I hope that you find joy in the everyday and don't worry. You're enough. See you next week. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to check out our website at don't worry, you're which links to our social media and our podcast.